0: Hey, what's up, man? We're back. It's episode 57, first smoke of the day. Pat guides in the building. I'm here with Black Leaf. What host, man. And we got a special guest in the building today, man. My man Dab Life. How you doing, homie?
1: Good, good, good. Uh, it's a blessing. Uh, you know, thank you guys for having me. It's uh, it's an honor to be at the table with you guys.
0: So good. we we were just talking, and I think it's a good place to start. And it's like somebody wants to take a dab. You ask them, how do you dab? Explain yeah. that whole thing.
1: So, I always ask, like, oh, like, do you dab like every day? Like, are you, I just want to know what kind of dabber they are just so I know how to give it to them. Cause a lot of people, you know, from back in the days, everyone was giving red hot dabs. So a lot of people got turned out to dabbing. So, a lot of people, when you ask them they want to dab, they're like, oh, fuck that. You know, hell no. I don't want to dab, you know, like, cause they're scared yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, so that's why I always ask. So, if someone's like, doesn't even, someone doesn't dab at all, I'll give them the smallest dab, the lowest temperature temperature possible. So they get a good experience from it. You know, they're not coughing. They're like, oh shoot, like I'm not dying, you know? Like, yeah, like dabbing dabbing is not that scary, Mm -hmm. you know? Like you just gotta know how to give it to them. You know, a lot of people don't know how to take dabs correctly, you know? So. um, That's
0: another thing, just that alone. Yeah. I feel like for a while it was like funny. And I was the whole gimmick was like, oh, let's, they don't, this person doesn't dab, let's fuck their da- whole day up. You yeah, know? And you then know, yeah. that person now is like, I'm never doing a dab again. Yeah.
1: Mm. It, well, cause it was funny back then, you know, like to some people, you know, like we had yeah. friends, everyone had those friends that we just gave them a glob just to see them, you know, just get super faded and pass sweating out. on the couch, Yeah, just pass out yeah. and just never want to probably dab again as well, you know, and you know, that that's how it was back then.
0: Then you realize you're like, this is bad for business. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very bad. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's bad bad. for the lifestyle. It's bad
1: for the yeah, it it is bad, you know, like so people a lot of people got turned out turned off to it. So
2: like the skillets. When the skillet's skillets, see that's what this
0: fool had me on. The swing around
2: skillet. And you keep it red and then you swing the arm down and it's swoop and just
1: back then you had to go when it was red hot. Yeah. You know, everyone told you to go. Red, go. You know, like Mm. if it was not red, you don't go, you know?
0: So You know, just this guy had the fucking butane torch from Home Depot
2: well, in the swing arm. What we were yeah. on some early shit. Just I wonder if you said it was like a little tube that came off of a titanium pipe, and you put the honey oil in it, mm-hmm. and then you would light it with a lighter, yeah. and it would start to bubble, yeah. and then you would. They didn't even have it like they, it was like before the rigs had come out. They were like, "There's honey oil and hash oil, but we don't know how to smoke it, so maybe like freebase it." Basically, was like the idea. Yeah, it's fuck crazy, um, bro. Yeah,
1: someone ha- came up with something. It was, uh, I think it was called essential oil vape. Yep, it was uh, like a metal like pipe, and you you put the dabs in there and you screw it on like a little screw and you light Literally. it up like that and it, and it heats it up and I it's crush like a vape. people it's a with vape. that. Yeah, you would. Oh yeah, straight. Yeah, you you would. Psh, yeah, you straight. You're done. You're done. One hit with that at a certain temperature, you're done. You know, it was very like,
2: different than that.
1: Yeah, it was almost like uh, let's say like a what is it called the uh, what's the one people use like on a like on a skillet. Oh, uh, um, um,
2: um, oh fuck, I forgot the name of it. So many things. That, it's like uh, I even have one. Yeah, it's so crazy. But it's, it's like, like almost got like, like that a custom glass one. That's the one. Yeah, it's, it's a, a custom a, glass I hated one that with a yeah that thing murdered you too. What is it called, man? It's a honey, honey. There's a company that makes Man. them, but
1: there's, I forgot, everyone used to have them, um, I forgot we the can't name. can't remember the we can't name, remember but the it's name, basically but a
2: single tube and you heat up the end red hot and then you can dab directly out the dish, of the container,
1: the dish. Or the yeah. dish. yeah. Yeah. Bro. People would get so like stunned off that Dude. thing, you know, just straight hot, hot, go. I
0: was like doing you a know? line Even, of But dabs. before
1: that, we were doing hot knives, you know, like with hash, you know, before yeah. there was before. Yeah, knife swats. Yeah. Just throwing, you know, heating up the knives, red hot, throwing the hash on there and. With a little, like, uh like this cut on top, you know, and just, you know, just straight, just hit it straight to the, you know, straight to the
2: dome. That's 70 shit. You know? My dad used to talk about you that. Know? <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> that, that. That was
1: before, you know, like, when we first started. I remember the first time we took a dab, like, like we, we weren't even dabbing. We were, we had to mix it with a little bit of flour in a hash bowl. You remember the hash bowls with the two holes in the side? Yep. So we would smoke that with the B string. And then that was before, that was before there was nails and then they came out with skillets and then red hot skillets you know and then wow. and then and then the domes came out and then domeless like i've seen the whole evolution of dabbing like you know since i first took my dad in
0: 2008. so what was that first dab of first what, dab, what was the setup like
1: the setup okay so the setup was it was um it was just a bong and it had the the hash bowl with the two you know the two holes in the side and we'd put a little flour, a little bit of flour, a little bit of, of wax. What well, we called it earwax back then. Mm. Yep. It wasn't called wax. It was called earwax. <laughs> and um, we mixed a little bit of that, and we smoked it with the B-string. And then, you know, as time went by, then we started getting, you know, nails, Domus nails, and th- th- then on, you know. But that first time, I can't remember the strain, what it was. We were just, you know, smoking wax, you know. That's that's all it was about. It wasn't about, like, what strain was it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, earwax. <clears throat> wax. Yeah. yellow. Yeah. Was it yellow? It was that yellow, yeah, they had or some that clear brown. stuff too,
1: some, yeah, crazy stuff back then. They yeah. Had crazy stuff, crazy stuff. You know, some of those different clinics had different stuff, you know?
0: Where are you, what area are you from?
1: I'm from, um. I'm from the city of San Gabriel, it's about 15 minutes from downtown LA, so not too far That's from LA. born and, and the, raised you know, Yeah, here? born and
0: raised. So you saw it evolve early. Oh, I've
1: seen the whole evolution. Real clinic and it's, yeah. It's,
0: that's crazy 2008 that's a that's 14 years dude early yeah, a on lot, mecca long, la it's very long ago mm-hmm. that was like yeah that was the very beginning you know that's like what do you feel like do you feel like california was on it sooner than colorado um or that it happened around the same time almost? i would say
1: around the same time you isn't know? that weird how that works yeah because they were doing it too you know cali was doing it they were doing it too you know but back yeah, then, like, like uh, there was an Instagram, you know. Yes, yeah, so you didn't really. So we didn't, we didn't really know what everyone was doing, you know. We were just doing it, you know.
0: You had Facebook. Yeah, but we it? would just
1: sit at the hash bar all day and just dabs. I'm mean, all just smoking hash, you know, or whatever it is, you know, we had it right there, whatever wax, you know.
2: It was always hash for you.
1: Oh, always. Oh, well, actually, no. My first always weed. It was always, mm-hmm. I grew up with, you know, smoking weed, but before wax was around, you know, that's what we started from. You know, everyone started, we all started smoking weed. You know, I I used to smoke weed all the time. You know, I, lo- I love weed. Yeah. You know, I grew up, I grew up with weed, you know. So, yeah, that's another.
0: What were you on, like chronic or did you start with stress? Stress. You yeah. Know? There mm. was th- back then. There, true, the true connoisseur. Kind of, th- you got to start with there stress. There was nothing else back then, yeah. you know. It's yeah. really, it'd be really hard to find.
1: Yeah. Well, I was blessed enough that I have an older brother who's eight years older than me. So I saw that, you know, as a young kid. I, you know my brother's always been a hustler always always had packs you know so that's what he was moving you know so I seen everything you know like from regular stress to you know pretendo they used to call it pretendo like it would be like the light green Mm -hmm. you know stress like looks like almost like chronic like in between chronic and stress then chronic came around you know like and then Kush you know I seen the whole I've I've seen it all bro I seen it all it's 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 a funny story you know um
2: I have a question. So so it goes starts with BHO. You were dibbling and dabbling with that. Well, that was pretty amazing. I mean, and then solventless is a zone way. We can get into that. I mean, I you want to jump right into solventless
0: and start talking solventless. Wanna I, I want to know there? um what the dab life means to you and like how when did all that start?
1: Well, that all started in um so 2000 what 2008 I took my first dab at this one clinic. It was called La Brea Collective. Um, anyone who was smoking wax back then in those days, everyone knows this. Everyone knows this place. There's there's any OG in LA, they went there. They know this place. People, they're gonna watch this and hear La Brea, and they're like, oh shit. They're like, I probably remember him from back then, you know. So. Uh, uh so we used to go there all the time, me and all my buddies, we would go there, you know, religiously every day. You know, I was cool with all the staff, I was cool with everybody. And then um, you know, making clothes and making a brand was always like like my dream, like just to do that, you know? So one day um I came with the idea, like, you know what, let me make some shirts, some dab life shirts. So we came up with the idea, came with the design. I made about 50, like 25 shirts just for fun. Just for like not even thinking I'm going to do anything with it and not thinking that I'm going to create a band, I'm going to create a company. It was no, that was not the, that was not the the move when I first started doing it. I'll wear them to my, to La Brea, you know, and all the employees there, they would all buy my shirts. They'd all show me support. I'm like, whoa, shit. Like I came here to spend money and I'm making money off my shirts. Like that, it was cool, you know? So like, I thought that was dope, you know, like, so like I would go there and they would show me love, they'd buy my shirts. And I was like, you know what, like, they make an Instagram for this, you know? And then I made an Instagram. And then uh, back then, there was no cannabis events like that. There was, but not really. Like, there there was events, but not really like that. And um, I just, you know, I just started doing it, you know? I just started going, doing events. And then um, I would go to La Brea all the time. And one of the employees, uh, we we're sitting at the hash bar, he's like, why don't you make your own bongs? Like, why don't you make your own glass? I'm like, I don't know anyone who's going to make glass for me. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody like that. And at the time, all I smoked at it was Sheldon Black. It was my favorite company. And um, he's like, why don't you hit him up? I'm sure he'll make you glass. Like he was going to make glass for us, but uh, I think, I think he'll do that for you. I'm like, I don't know. Let me see. And then eventually um, I reached out to him and I sent him my website, showed him like what I got, like, who I am and my Instagram and everything. Um, he ended up reaching out, calling me letting me know like, Hey, like he's open to doing the collaboration. If I want to come over and, and check out like w- what he's got going on, I'm like, yeah, sure. So we made an appointment, went down. Um, we had long, we would have long talks. Like he was really, really genuine guy. Really, really guy, really good guy, really good guy. Sick um, glass blower. Sick glass blower. He's OG in the game. You know, he used to do Roar prior to that he was a Roar guy oh, wow. you know so I had mad respect for him because I loved Roar too I loved Roar I loved Sheldon Black so I had nothing but respect for him and um, we ended up um, just talking over doing collaboration uh, he ends up talking about going to um, High Times in San Francisco I'd never been to High Times before so he invited me telling me to come show up you know if I want bring some stuff so I was like all right cool like you know I was about how old was I, I was like 21 years old I was 21 and I just jumped in my car and I drove to San Francisco, you know, and I called him when I got there. He was like, what the hell? Like he didn't think I was going to show up. I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so we went we, we set up, we had a, a big 20 by 20 booth. Um, it was cool. You know, it was like that. That's when I first um, seen like the industry in just all in itself, you know, cause I'd never been to an event before. I never set up in a booth. I never seen anything like that before. And it really like, I just really saw like just something, in in this, you know, just, it was my passion. Weed has always been my passion, uh, you know, just the culture in general has always been part of my life. So I was like, you know, like, this is cool. So right after that, I came back to LA, after that Cannabis Cup, came back to LA and just started pu- just pumping out more clothes and just got more into it, you know? It, 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 it gave me more drive, you know, See, seeing like the Cannabis Cup and seeing the booze and seeing everything that was involved with it really inspired me, you know?
2: You do all the graphic design work yourself?
1: Um, no, I have um, one of my buddies. He does mm-hmm. all my graphic design. I have a few different ones who I work with, and you know, it's hard. It's hard working with graphic design. You know, it's hard for someone to see your your visual what 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 you really want. You know, and thankfully that the people that I work with that they they understand where. Why would I right tell them like I want this, I want that, like but I want it to look this way, this color, and. Thankfully that we're there right now, you know, so that's, that's good.
0: Jeez, that's difficult. Yeah, it's
1: difficult. It's difficult. Finding graphic designers and working with the right person is, is difficult because you can tell someone this is what you want and they can put, you know, hours into it about hours, not just eight hours. They could put, spend days on it and their visual, their mind thinking Mm -hmm. that this is what you want and they could present it to you and that's not what you want, you know, so you have to have, like, someone that visually sees your ideas, you know? Yeah. So it's it's hard
2: to connect with someone like that. It, it is. and After two or three revisions, they're ready to give up anyway. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you mm-hmm. got, like, two to three revisions in them. And if you're not figuring it out by then, you just might as well let them keep the deposit or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah. You know, they did all
1: this work. And, you know, it's like, damn, like, they, it just doesn't – you're just not clicking, you know? It's like – Crazy. It's not, It's not their fault, you know? No. It's not your fault. It's just – Hard. It's the communication, you know? It's like, they're not seeing it like the way you want it. It is what it is, you know?
2: What do you do to get inspired for a design? Does it just come to you or? Um,
1: it just comes to me, you know? I always think about, you know, different things, you know, different stuff that we need, you know? Like just in general, you know, like what what what, what would I like? Like, you know, like before I started Dab Life, you know, I, used to, I was into diamond. I was into diamond supply, you know? So I used to always like love the gear. So I wanted to create something like that for the marijuana industry, just because like, there's like before back then, like when you think of clothes for for weed, you just see like a shirt, 420, like, you know, nothing like nice and what stitching, like like done right. You know, so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do that for the cannabis industry, you know? So that thankfully enough, like, you know, a lot of people, they like what I do and they'll have me do clothes for them as well. You know, so it, it's cool, you know? There's a lot of companies that I work with that I that I help them do their clothes, and they you know they see that they're like like bro, I don't even know how you do this. Like it's hard, you know. Clothing is hard. It's really hard, you know. Like Dude. one of the hardest. It's one businesses. of the hardest. You know, it's not people think it's you know just you know print a shirt and sell it. No, like there's a lot that goes into it. You know, like I'm so hypocritical about what what comes out. Like before I drop something, I'll wear the sweater, whatever it is, I'll dry it, wash it, wear it, check, make sure that it's the right fit because. Like I want to give everybody like what I would want as like you know like I put myself in everyone's shoes to make sure like you know like this is what it is you know like I want to put out the best always for anything it is you know so it, it's 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 hard you know for quality control it's hard to like make sure you make those those lines right you know.
2: Dude, that's tough it's tough because sometimes an idea you have up here doesn't translate to on a shirt you're yes. like i want to see mm-hmm. it with the tricomb or i want to and it needs to be the part of the letter that you know and you start and they start doing it and you're like ah this looked better in my head yeah you know, there's so yeah. many levels of yeah. like once you see the complete shirt design and, the, and like or the complete set there's so much it's, it's honestly bro the apparel industry pack odds got me into it years ago mm-hmm. and i fell in love with it so much that it's like i i like i enjoy the hell out of it because it's like a it's like a puzzle it is if it you is. put the puzzle together right mm-hmm. you got a dope piece that you like look at and you're like wow look at this this came together yeah, crazy it, it's
1: like an art form in a way you know yeah. it's like you you have to have passion to do it you can't just like put something together and just sell it you know you can't just get any brand of t-shirt you know you have to do your research Make sure that that that's right quality because you don't want to just put out like, oh, like Dab Life just sells like shirts that, you know, wash in one day and it's done, you know, no. Like most of my shirts, I make sure like, you know, we wash them like for years re- religiously and there's still the print's good, you know, like always got to make sure that's mm-hmm. that's good.
2: He had boost <laughs> when we had boost. We would be at the boost and we'd see you full set up, bro. Yeah. Like with <laughs> for clothing. Yeah. Before the hash game really came in, yeah. before you became like, the background guy that like the people who know know like oh that dude washes i mean like hash makers talk about you how other people talk about hash makers in my opinion i've I've been in rooms with hash makers and when they talk about you it's like and this is i'm just being honest it's like uh oh i'm afraid to wash this because this is gonna this kind of takes an extra level or this is gonna be finicky or i'm not really sure about this strain uh, I'm a ha- like, he's the one I want to have wash it. Or like, I think like, I'm going to call him about this. Or I-, I hear them referencing back to you. I hear them always being like, like, I- I've been in multiple convos when this has come up where I've been like, damn, this dude again, like he's the background of like a couple hash makers knowledge. And uh, for them to be able to call you and get these questions answered. I mean, dude, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Cause you know what? I just have so much passion with, with the plant, you know, like for especially for extracts you know like so every little step i'm very hypocritical like i ask a lot of questions you know what are they using what are they running you know mm-hmm. making sure that um every step of the way is where it's supposed to be because if you want to have good hash you have to have it all starts from the plan you know the good plan good good startup good everything you know like good good product you know and i'm just very hypocritical about the whole process on cutting it down the way you cut it down. Don't touch the, the bud, you know, mm-hmm. like just very, all the steps matter, you know, every little step matters. And um, yeah, I'm just very like crit- overcritical on that step. I know? don't want
2: to jump the gun, but do you <laughs> want to go through the process, a proper pro- like is that cool? Should we take a dab first? Yeah, I was about to say let's do a dab. Oh break. yeah, we okay. need a That's dab. A, you know, no I took a dab. I took a dab right it, before we started. We're gonna, we like, get know know what, into
0: what, it for real. We need a, a dab. Yeah, yeah. Good call, pack odds, yeah, bro. On, good, man. good call. I know, I know they like to see me choke on a dab and shit.
1: And <laughs> like, shout <laughs> out to the heady
0: boys out there.
1: You know, like dabbing, like for all these years, like made me like the connoisseur who I am, like the passion for the whole industry the hash you know like you know me from the BHO like I was on it you know yep uh the diamonds whatever, whatever it was like I was on it you know cuz i have a passion for it you know i want to smoke the fire you mm-hmm. know so If I want to smoke fire, I got to know how to do it, you know, so. But
2: always connoisseur level, because even with diamonds, I remember like top of the line market diamonds, like flavor wise. And it was always like, like, I mean, on and off, bro. It's like, even now, like, I know when I go to your stuff, it's like, even with the rigs out, bro, like you have very heady rigs. They're not overdone. It's very elegant. I mean, you want to tell us about what you have on the table glass wise? Right here we have a
1: Mothership uh, Elite. And then we have... Uh, Bluegrass Don Rob collab.
0: This these is are so my
1: these are my favorites right here. How, how to bust them out?
0: You still got one of those lava lamps, Tony Lance? I wish I had one of these. I actually had this on my, <laughs> my hit bed, list, bro. but I uh, times this are tough. Still got, a, still, got a, still got a still got
2: a lava lamp by his waterbed. Hey man, You know, <laughs> some of us '80s babies, man, we're nostalgic i mean this is sick bro this is beautiful bro
1: yeah that's my baby right there that's yeah i can tell though. anybody glass that piece, any, super
2: nostalgic yeah all the lamp guys too the, like the people that collect yeah. the lamps are like it's a tight-knit group shout out blue bluegrass glass
1: yeah shout out bluegrass killing it love the function
2: mothership someone that i've i've wanted to get on the show that i've said is scott depp man oh yeah he That's would be a great interview right like oh, yeah. the owner of mothership oh, yeah, yeah they kind of set the standard for the most expensive glass in the industry for a they while did. they did you know and then now their signature artists like wjc and sleek and some of these guys that still command like absolutely crazy prices you know but dude the market for glass was absolutely on fire for about 5 years. Yeah, it
1: was. It so was maybe 7 or 8. Happened? But 5 solid. Shh, just puff too go. many too, I mean, nah, I wouldn't <laughs> say puffco just, you know, a lot of glass, a lot of yes. lot of artists. They keep know, blowing
2: glass and keep blowing glass, And they're know? getting better and better so the the pieces 2 3 years ago don't look like the pieces today.
1: Yeah, and you know there's only so many collectors, you know, for so many artists and Well, I'm not saying that, like, you know, not everyone could afford some of the crazy pieces that they would want to, you know? So,
2: dude, that was your dab timer. Yeah, that is a wild. That's a fucking crazy sound, bro. That was like, you will not miss that if you're doing a wash. (laughs) Like, I know you have that because you could be doing a wash or something and hear that from the other room. That's fucking I wild. Could for,
1: I, I could forget real easy and I'm like, oh shit, I hear it, like, All right, I'm ready. Yeah, that's ready a crazy
2: sound. That's not like beep, beep. What are you smoking on? Everyone always wants to know what you right smoking
1: Right now, on. I'm, I'm dabbing on some garlic cocktail mixed Ooh. with some wedding
2: cake. Okay. Yeah. It's Gas. pretty fire, it's gassy. Have both Super. heavy yielders and hash?
1: Um, Garlic cocktail, yes.
2: Yeah, five percent or Five to
1: seven. Depends I, on who grows it, how you grow it, yeah. you know?
2: great cut gmo times mimosa yeah and GMO i just got mimosa. that cut paid 1500 bucks for you know, it and there's
1: there's a few different out there but i just love that one that's super orangey i love 27
2: one. or 17 some people some don't like number. orange
1: turps but i love them i love them personally it's I'm,
2: weird bro it's like all the guys that make hash enjoy orange turps and then i hear like a bunch of cu- customers and just like small time sm- like not small time smokers but people that are more connoisseurs be like oh i don't do orange and it's like man the the real smokers definitely enjoy more of orange turps sometimes
1: well you know with hash and rosin there's not many flavors that produce like terps like that like, if you think about it you know like th- how many different like it's not like bho or bho you could run like anything and like mm-hmm. get a flavor from it you know and with hash is completely different it's completely
2: different you know so it, i think and like let's 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 talk a little bit about this i think a lot of I, I i'm a grower right so like i talk about this all the time but like i think a lot of strains were lost due to the hash rosin mo- movement where where growers decided and i'm not saying good or bad it's just interesting where growers used to run like forum cookies you'd have like forum cookie shatter or you'd have all these random flavors at seshes, yeah where now it kind of eliminated like a lot of people running rent it's all trim run yeah. And there's no live resin really anymore, you know? It's yeah. like, it almost shifted the whole market. That's how oh, it much did. the yeah. demand moved. Oh, yeah,
1: it did. Yo, for sure. Yeah, because uh, once the CRC movement oh. came, it kind of destroyed the BHO movement. I mean, the whole BHO market. Why and do you think that happened? Because it became an untrustworthy product, almost, you know? Almost like, um, yep. like, like smoking a vape pen or something, you know? And, you know, before when I was doing BHO and I used to see, like, people doing, like, this little and i seen like what the product came from and what they made it to and i was like wow like one day with bho they're gonna do this and sure enough it happened
2: you know and And now they won't even tell like even on a live resin run extractors will still like i have growers that complain all the time like dude i'll give them the best material now just like i did years ago and i get back this and you can't tell which strain it was you're like it smells kind of like just the
1: same bleachy the same yeah all the same yeah yeah Mm
2: -hmm. and it's it's so weird man it's like there's a few extractors that stand out but it's just like man it's nice to talk to guys like you who have been around such a wave where you know like when we're like not like the new school it's like almost like old school bho do you think it'll ever come back like come back with like come, live resins for 50, 60 a gram or 40 a gram. You know what I'm saying? Like real flavorful, like how it was. It could,
1: it could come back. I feel like maybe with the right, you know, the right product, maybe the right okay. company that people yeah. trust, you know, like.
0: Are oh, you interested it, at all or you're um, solving this for
2: life?
1: Solving this for life. Cause I, I'm, I'm about what <laughs> I, I have, I can't like show, like just be about a product that I don't like personally mm-hmm. You smoke myself you know yeah like, yeah but i'm sure i'm sure there is still people out there who make good bho who are still doing it like that we don't know of, but they're, they're out there you know i mean there.
2: i like to talk to guys like you about it because you see you're so in depth of the industry you see both sides i know you know both markets so well so it's you know it's always a question i like to bounce off solventless guys that i know aren't big
1: but at uh, the same you know at the same time though there's people that are new to all this stuff too so they had to start, it's like a, like you have to start somewhere, you know, someone that's new to dabbing, they're not just going to go straight to rosin, you know. Some mm-hmm. people probably do, but I don't think that most people do like go straight to like $100 grams dispensary versus like, you know, the lower stuff that you have to build, you have Boutique. to build, you have to build your way up there. You know, like I started from smoking, not the best looking stuff too. like, you know, like, and especially now, like we we're guinea pigs back in the day. We'd smoke whatever, whatever wax there was. The dispensary, you know, like.
2: That's like you won't appreciate the good shit until you've had, like, you had smoke, you have to smoke trim to, run, you have to go for to a couple years, and then you finally work your way up to, like, the Ferrari, right? Which is, like, you know, some, like, honey banana or, like, strawberry banana live, uh, live rosin or something, you know?
1: Yeah, you have to build your way up. and What you know, do you like washing?
2: Let's get into some, like, wash I mean, I know these guys want to talk about, like, they want to hear tech and shit, you know? Nothing too crazy. I don't, I don't give away any secrets, but... Um, What do you recommend for growers? Let's go through the process. You want to do something like that? Well, talk about
1: definitely what I would recommend is to see what people are washing, you know, because if you can't like, for example, if there's like a strain that you don't see anybody washing, I wouldn't recommend washing it unless you do like a test batch, really small batch, maybe like a a jar test or like they just came out with this new product that you can um, check out the, you know, like the like the yield and see if it's worth like, not the whole yield, but just see like if it's worth even washing, you know, like you can do a jar test on something and seeing no heads fall off. And you already know, like that's not, worth while and worth any while to wash you know
2: a a buddy just called me about this um in washington state and had bought this and it's basically a jar that you put ice into and you can cut down some buds off your live plant shake it and it's got screens you pour it through and you can basically say okay we cut down a half ounce live we washed it we got back three grams total of good material at here's 4.3 percent return now we can do the whole room off of just a jar or mason jar that's been souped up. Yeah,
1: yeah, and um I seen the live demo when we were in Spain this last spanibus, um They had a, a class for it. They were showing like how to use that same device. It's called the resin dial.
2: Yep, there yeah, you the go. The resin
1: dial. Yeah. So they were talking about it, explaining to it, and they were saying, you know, like you have to pick. Like you have to like almost cherry pick the garden. You can't just go like just grab the top nug just you know like thinking like okay like this is where it's going like no you have to get one from here and one from there you got a little bit of everything so you get like an actual you know like re- good reference to see if it's actually gonna produce
2: damn great you know? point because yeah, I the, the
1: lower up. the lowers are gonna wash a little less than the tops you know
2: out of like, clip top right off yeah yeah you know, you like know? most yeah. people yeah most people yeah, would, yeah. you know because
1: that's the first thing you see like oh shit like yeah, let me do this you know yeah let me shake this up yeah and you might get like an inaccurate you know test you know so
2: damn dude it remember when we were taking uh live like flower dabs where we would press the flower out were, oh yeah you ever get into that flower oh, yeah. rosin flour
1: resin, of course
2: you still like that or um
1: no? no i don't like it no more but it was you know, I have everything that's been a part of, I've always been in like, like when the first, it was like, it was new to us, you know, yeah. flower rosin.
2: It's basically what, what, what do you think? It's just unfiltered. Uh, you just don't, it just doesn't compare to live rosin.
1: It doesn't compare, but you know, it does the job I would say, okay. but I just, I don't know. It's like more, um, like if I, if I smoked like a joint or something like, a, like a straight like weed high for me, you know, and that's why I don't really like it. Cause I'm not really into flower. Or smoking flour. So
2: interesting. Yeah. So, someone who smokes more flour would enjoy that more as a dab, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Or, be, or for sure, like someone who's a beginner, like beginner dabber, it's good for them, you know?
2: Damn, dude. Gra- but, yeah. Mean, but, you know, hash time, talk all day. Yeah. You but, you know, times here.
1: change, you know, like people were all for flour rosin at one point. Then it just went flower rosin and hash. And then you don't hear about flour rosin no more. Zero. Zero. You don't hear about it no more. So. Yeah.
2: We yeah. I remember for a long time it was like everyone wanted one next to their coffee press in the morning. Yeah. They're like, I want to press out a fresh bud, press yeah. out some coffee, yeah. and we're gonna start the day. No, it and was, then it, it went completely. Yeah, it extinct. was almost
1: fun at one time. You know, you can go like whatever strain you want, go to the dispensary, buy an eighth of it, you know, and squish it, and like, oh look, you know, and dab it, you know, like it was that fun. was fun. It was fun, dude. It was fun times, you know. Like a chalice yeah. they're pressing yeah. out everyone's so buds. That's, and- that's why nowadays a lot of people have rosin press is from those times you know yeah. because they were was into like they thought like, you know like flower rosin you know boom boom you know yeah smoke that real quick your dabs are like that you know
2: they're like the With extra set of in. wheels for your car before you put the rims on they're like sitting in the corner of the garage there's like a rosin press instead of yeah. right next to the wheels you yeah know? yeah no yeah. for sure yeah you'll yeah see you'll, see you'll
1: see that nowadays <laughs>
2: So what do you want to get into? I know you have a different spin for things, Pat Gods, because like I, we will talk hash all
0: day and we'll go into... We're still, we're still can, waiting to take this dab, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Set him yeah. up with the dab. Like oh, a, man, a dab, Would you like a turp slipper? Or which which one? one? We're open, pick, bro. Pick your... We're you know, like We're the guest of honor. Which one right? do you want This
1: one might put you down let's a Let's put me on the lava
0: lamp. Yeah. Oh, no, that one put me down? Yeah, let's do the mothership, actually.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you know. This guy never got
0: a mothership. Let me get the let out. Just the over
1: slipper. you know, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mothership's such a clean hit, smooth. Uh, some people like a good chug, though. Yeah,
1: well, honestly, like, they've always been my favorite because you always get, like, yeah, I love heady pieces, too, like, the nice, like, crazy pieces. I've Art. always been a fan of it. Mm-hmm. But I always knew, like, with the Mothership, like, i am always been about function, you know, straight to, the, straight to it, you know? So that's why I've always been a fan of their work and whatever they release. I have a lot of Mothership, so. There's, not like, a levels a to this dab and
2: yeah. shit, though, because, like... This right here for most people, you'd be like, "Oh, you carry around some some uh, tea you're making." Yeah, they don't understand. And you're yeah. like, "No, man. Like, there's levels. Like, dudes in California, you have, you know, this is how like random. Like, what twenty grand? Not this one right here. No, total between the two.
1: Um, not about like 15, yeah. 15K. k. Yeah. I mean, you know, a before, lot of people don't remember we, we talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the market it used to be, you know, yeah. like. Before, yeah, mothership, I remember a mothership, you couldn't get an elite, they were like 20, 30 grand at one point, just to get an elite, you know? Like it was just so hard, you know? Like then just the market, you know, like we talked about before, you know, it was once what it was and then goes down, but there's people that still hold their margins, you know, still too, but.
2: Yeah, and then my buddy used to tell me a secret and he's like, I'm gonna put you on some game. He's like, this is uh, one of the biggest pieces of game, he said, uh, for like collecting art. He was like, if you're doing art or any, this goes through all of art. He's like, if you can grab a collab because there's always only a few of them. You can it's only going to happen this one time. The artist could sit there and put out a million pieces, but this collab, most of the time there's only 20 of them or this so he's like anytime like how you're this right here is a double collab. This might only happen one time in their life. Yeah. So people are always going to want this piece because this is the only one they ever did of this collab versus just a single artist doing his own work. I'm not saying like either or. I'm just saying if you have to pick it's a move my button i thought damn that's a great point bro for like glass collecting no, it's even true. art
1: that's yeah, true because people always want those you know those one of ones like that stuff that they couldn't get you know
2: i got like three slop glasses i've been collecting for a long time i'm a big yeah. cup guy
1: i remember yeah yeah, knows, yeah, I love them. yeah yeah dope.
2: when you go into harvesting a batch and you're gonna make some hash rosin do you go into the the room and harvest sometimes
1: oh yeah so for can sure. you
2: walk us through some of the process like a proper harvest do you mind talking about um, that well like- there's
1: a lot of everyone has their own ways of doing it you know there's people see me do it and they're like oh no like they do it this way some people like but the way i do it we just you know just buck straight to the bag okay you know, straight to the bag you know just don't um touch the buds at all like we're talking about Mm -hmm. and
2: and when you say buck you mean basically where the bud connects to the stem of the plant mm -hmm. clip it yeah just clip it and so you're going to break everything down including like some people would want to put even if it's a big eight inch top nug you're going to want to break it down Uh, as if you
1: were almost roll it like click click
0: click click. for
1: sure you definitely want (laughs) to you definitely want to um it's dab time i got you
0: how often do I dab? Once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. You okay. guys ready to see Outs get lit? <laughs> no, I'll, <laughs> take it, I'll take moon. it. I'll
1: take it easy, you know. We got. We got to
0: nah, build it He's he's looking to recruit more dabbers you, into the into the into the lifestyle. I can tell you, trust I like him, that. So that's why, yeah, yeah. You you gave him the
2: right answer about I'm going to make sure that you you know the proper hit, nothing too crazy, and what a smooth hit, wow. man. Yeah.
1: Nice little hit, you know. So wow, nothing over, nothing too bro. overwhelming. You're gonna get you know? pack ups. mothership? Shit like,
0: if you were on your shit like this, oh that'd my be bad, I don't I'd have, have a mothership, maybe, bro. Maybe oh, my bad. This is great, FSOTD
2: followers, man. You know we need a mothership in the middle. Of
0: the t- 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 Somebody <laughs> please send a bigs a mothership. <laughs> no, wow, no wow, this, this great. is beautiful,
2: bro. <laughs> beautiful rig. <laughs>
0: And what strain was that? That was that.
1: This was yeah, the the wedding um, cake wow. garlic cocktail yep. combo. Nice.
0: But that, I mean, you saying wedding cake garlic cocktail, it's like, but then you taste that shit, and it's like, yeah, that's not what I would think. If that's not what I would guess, if yeah. I took a dab of that, he puts that's flavors really together.
2: He's a flavor creator. Like he does some crazy mixes, bro. That's You've like always had some gas. crazy mixes. Yeah, because
1: I just, you know, because I'm a connoisseur. You know, I want to make sure that what. Isn't the line is what i want to smoke you know like, uh-huh. the quality is always there you know
2: i remember I, I saw you one time and you had like a clone above a fridge and i was like what's up with that clone and you were <laughs> like oh that's this strain i can't do it and i was like i'll give you five i think i offered three grand and then it went up to five and i was like I, like oh i just i'll just take that one with me it's all good and you're like i can't do it bro i can't and i'll give you man, you you wouldn't break it. And I really tried damn hard to get that yeah. cut. So my boy still brings it up because he was there at the time. And he's like, remember that one time when you tried to get that <laughs> Yeah,
1: I just, you know, I just- It knew was a to... sought
2: after cut. And I was kicking it with this dude where he showed me different hashes. And I'm like, what's this clone above the fridge? And he's like, oh, and it was like this cut that's like hella sought after for hash. And nobody and had it. Nobody yeah, had yeah, yeah. it. I was like, I'll yeah. buy that right now. And he was like, and the price just, I was like, throughout like a session, I was like, what about four G's? No matter what, I was like, no,
1: like, no, no, I can't do it. I make sure that, you know, like,
2: but that's what it's about right now. I mean, the industry is so hash centric, especially farmers that cuts are going for five, 10 grand. I know um, I've heard like. I had a buddy who was after honey banana and he was like, man, we paid up to 15 grand for a cut of honey banana and we still have the fake cuts. So I, whatever we got to do to get the real cuts, like when you have a good hash washer, that's washing, let's say between five and 6%, which is like the unicorns I'd say yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those are the most sought after ones. Yeah. Those are the ones where you fill a room and people don't get that, what that means. Like I, I'll go into it a little bit. You tell me what you think about 2,200 grams wet is a dry pound. Is that a conversion there? Twenty two fifty. So it,
1: people say anywhere from two thousand to twenty two hundred. Okay, you know? I've had some people dry, you know, get twenty two hundred grams wet and dry it, you know, and get a pound.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so I'll dep- Honestly, it even depends on the um, on the plant too. You know what I mean? Like, if the, what if the plant is not like producing that much so you definitely you know
2: so it's a little bit okay yeah exactly nothing's ever pinned down to a, a definition of just yeah. so two to two thou, two thousand to twenty two hundred wet grams equals four hundred and forty eight to four fifty four dry yeah and so what they're talking about is cutting down a wet pound of flour literally harvesting it fresh bucking it off the stem taking all the fan leaves off that don't have crystals right basically mm-hmm. cutting off any excess immediately freezing that putting that in a freezer that doesn't take hours to cool down but it's already set and will immediately freeze the flour right
1: um you don't have to immediately freeze the immediate flour but yeah some okay. people do it that way like a flash freeze like mm-hmm. flash frozen but yeah, you can buck it and just put it straight to the straight to okay. the freezer it's fine you know
2: how many days frozen before you would make sure to what like do is there a certain number of days you want a solid frozen before you mess with it right
1: well at least at least 24
2: hours okay
1: well, maybe not even that, you know, you have to make sure that it's completely frozen, like just frozen. Okay. You know what I mean? So depending Person. upon the
2: freezer, a full freeze, then you get that and you basically are taking, because I want to walk through the process because people don't even know what like high end hash, how it's made. Yeah. Just a rough, you have these bags, which I'm guessing are ice tracks bags or some version yes. of that. That's the best company out right now is it ice tracks. Yeah. Yep. I'm just you know, going through this. Oh, so yeah, people, this is perfect. And There's levels of these bags and each bag is made out of like a nylon, a thick woven nylon or some type of like repellent of her water. And then there's a screen at the bottom. And the really good ones have screens on the sides too, up like two, three inches on the sides. Yeah. Those are arm savers yeah 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 you for sure oh, yeah.
1: oh for sure yes yes <laughs> people don't for know sure. about that yes bro. for sure how much yep.
2: work goes into making hash
1: yeah a lot of people don't know until they pick up that bag and be like oh shit like yeah and you
2: gotta you're gonna in, in the hash rooms today are so different than the hash rooms back in the day right now you walk into a people don't even know you walk into a hash room today and it's like f- what f- 50 degrees 40 degrees some washrooms, yeah, like thirty-five to forty-five degrees. So you walk in my and it's freezing, and freezing. they have it. So you these hash guys are in three or four coats or layers, ride beanies and shit. And it's the middle of the day. Middle it's like day. fucking. You're Summer in like time. a uh, basically you're in a frozen cabinet, like what basically where you yeah, would keep food. pretty
1: much yeah, like like almost like a walk-in freezer, you know, deep like freezer, or something, yeah. yeah, deep freezer, and, you know.
2: And so you immediately, you you know, this water would be already set and this water is freezing cold. This product gets brought in, gets put in. And then by hand, most of the time I hear, some people use machines. Some people, the guys that don't use machines are like, I would never use a machine. They're made out of plastic. Plastic gets in. You know, there's all these theories about the machine versus hand wash. Yeah. Do you, what do you think about that?
1: Um, I just think it. It's all based on end product
2: okay you know what i
1: mean like if something like you, if i see your end product and it's good tastes good i'm like okay cool. that's what counts yeah it's what counts you know bro that's
2: just like a grow i you always know? people always like what makes the best grow and it's like any medium it's the you can you can get there however you get there is how you get there it's just as long as it's fire at the end
1: and i would compare side by side as a hash maker i would be like you know let me try this machine let me try it by hand the same the same batch the same in the same garden, the same everything, see how it comes out, you know? But obviously, when you use like, probably like a lot, it's like more production, so maybe mm-hmm. the taste might be not as great, but still there, you know? I'm, I'm not too sure. And I haven't, honestly, I haven't um, tried like a wash, washing machine myself to really know. Hello guys, Alex here, owner of Mango Tech Store. We are the house of Trollmaster. We are the house of Think Pro. Whether you're growing commercially, growing at home or growing in a tent, we got you, come see us. We got the best pricing, best customer support. Nobody can beat us, Mango Tech. Like I said before, we're the house of Trollmaster and we the house of Think Pro. We got the new lifters in-house, order out.
2: you're yeah. a hand wash guy Hand wash hand wash yeah. you know what's funny is a lot of these brands they hand wash i'm around a lot of hash makers like just as homies and uh i'm like man you see these guys all wash by hand god they-. and my buddy's like bro they wash by hand on camera and then behind the camera there's 15 huge washers that wash the real product like that's the instagram play yeah and i'm like dude they got me yeah. they fucking got me like you know what i'm saying like these guys are in there fucking, and these are big companies and i'm like wow they do everything by hand that's a lot of work yeah you know and you're like yeah. sitting there like wow man and then my buddy's like impossible nope like you know what i'm saying a lot of them don't they maybe yeah, you when, know. You,
1: when you got your when you got the tech down and you got your program going you know it's mm. you know
2: it's, you it's, know it's,
1: it, yeah it's good it's, yeah. it's all it's all there you know
2: I, I think like you said however you get to the end product but this product gets washed through these screens the screen at the top is a larger screen that lets heads fall through with a little bit of product and at the very bottom it's like a 40 micron and you're basically separating these different screens of trichome heads whether the trichome breaks from the stalk and yep. separates. So sometimes the stocks get caught up in the high. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm asking if I'm right
0: or, you know, what yeah, 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 interjection at sure. any time, yeah. bro. He, he's yep. looking at you like you, you're way off. Man. No, no, I know. no. That's I, what I'm saying. I'm saying. saying. No, no, I'm I'm saying. Say, okay. Right, I'm just, just listen you know? the well, version I, of wash and hash. Yeah. And then, well, we'll it's mainly dab-like. just like people, do people even know? Like people are listening. No, it's like, perfect that you're walking through the steps because it's painting the picture and people do need to know that, you know, it's it's not just throwing something in a machine and being like, voila. Yeah. You know, you know bro, it's a labor of love. I've been in a few, uh, you know, whatever where they're washing, and mm-hmm. it's like I I wasn't even cool with staying in there for two minutes. Yeah, and these guys are in there they're all day showing days, me products. Like, all right, week. cool, cool. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> get the like. Let's go back in the you know where it's regular. You know, like, it's it's dark, it's cold, mm-hmm. it's it's not like ideal. Like, hours. That, well, I
1: feel like well, for indoor plants, as the plants growing, the heads are growing. You know. So if you, I feel like you cut it too short, too early, you're gonna get nothing but small heads, Mm. you know? So you really gotta see pinpoint that time to chop it down, you know? Mm -hmm. And every environment is different, you know? If they're running LED, HPS, it's always gonna be different, you know? Trial and error, trial and error. You might chop down this one strain that week nine over here on this LED, but do, you know, a different week on the HPS. It's It's always gonna be different. Yeah. It's always different.
2: I had a buddy find out that he's like, we did GMO at 62 or 65 days. And then we harvested at 85 to 87 days. And he's like, it was the exact same number. The color was different. He's like, so we realized like it was the same amount of production of resin. It Mm -hmm. just was like a different color. It was either lighter or darker. And he's like, but it's all like trial and error. Yeah.
1: And it's definitely like from what point, where did you cut it down from? What room, what table? You know, how oh, what specific. light what light was it under? How much light was it under? Did you mm. just get this like you know, some people when they do test or cut from this corner that maybe it didn't get that much light, you know, there's a lot of different variables. Yeah. You know, so a lot of different trial and error when you're trying to dial in that strain that washes or
2: the freeze dryer was probably one of the biggest game changers to hash. Would you say like oh, yeah, when, when sure. that got brought in and then people went from just bringing hash out of bubble bags the, or ice tracks bags, whatever you want to call them, right? The, the, the filter bags. And we used to just dry it out on the table yeah. or chop it up and mm-hmm. you would sift it yeah. and you would have ice wax and you'd have all these versions, but none of them were that user-friendly.
1: Yeah, yeah They were yeah. like
2: still a couple steps away from wanting to be dabbed by, it. and people are like, what is this setup? And you gotta press <laughs> it and you got, it was yeah. a lot of shit going on. It was not on. a lot of
1: shit going on, yeah. Yep, yep. And
2: then people realize like, it's like little by little, these different components get brought in from other industries. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, then, then the freeze dryer gets brought in and it's like, yeah, well now they take out the product of these bags, put it in the freeze dryer and basically pull all the moisture out of the resin heads yes and it turns into like a cold sand Mm Yep, different levels of sand now yeah and and now we used to wash you know this is going back to old school shit but you would wash one or two times maybe three now people wash up to six times i hear Mm -hmm. where you'll it's such a gentle wash the first time for the first collection of super heady resin then the second one's a little heavier than the third one right and you just keep doing other and then the final final wash is a really violent wash for maybe edibles or for whatever right Mm -hmm. to get the rest. but it just changed so much man that like the freeze dryer then then you take the freeze dryer pull the material out put it into another filtered bag put it in a rosin press that the rosin press has a digital temperature gauge on it so that it you can set it to your specific temperature for like what you think this will melt at, and then that bag is a filtered bag that you then again you have different brands different filters like there's so many different variables in this thing to like what good rosin is yeah
1: there's like and there's two different processes too you know like making making the hash Mm -hmm. squishing the hash you know there's there's two, two different, different brands yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, well, luckily like I was reversed. So I started squishing hash first mm-hmm. before I was making hash. I, that's what made me like wanna wash, you know, cuz I was buying a lot of melt, squishing it, squishing it I'm like damn, I love this, you know. Like mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna do my own, you know. That's when that's what pushed me to try it and do my own myself, you know.
2: It's crazy too because you say buy a melt. That means you're buying the product out of the freeze dryer and it hasn't been pressed yet hasn't been pressed yet. and a lot of big growers will get it processed or will process it just that first part and then sell it from there yeah but you still take a loss so oh, yeah so the hash maker buys this product this is what's crazy i learned and you might have 100 grams of ice wax yep and only pull 75 70 grams back of rosin and it all de- it's, it's it's all
1: a- depends <laughs> on everything's, everything's just different you know you can get anywhere from 50 to 90 percent like mm-hmm. you know it's, it depends return Any, so return. you take
2: another loss yep. so you wash the heads you put it you know what i'm saying so it's another it's like everything gets whittled down to like another level of like better and less little bit less little bit better it's all like a filtering process and a cleaning out process and in the end just like what you're dabbing right now you have this end product that in california like the market is just booming i think it's around the whole world right now
1: yeah even sure.
2: if you put it in joints like right now we're smoking hash holes which is flour with a worm of rosin rolled in the middle and it's the biggest it's such a great way for flower smokers too yeah it is
1: yeah it really and it's is. crazy
2: that the hash market's like yeah yeah fuck you want to smoke it in flower we'll do that too yeah Awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, um, maybe someone that doesn't dab usually too, they'll smoke, you know, a hash a hash joint, you know, with a hash hole, you know. Uh, they kind of ease them ease their way into the to the the hash rosin scene, you know? Yeah. Maybe if you don't I know a lot of people who don't dab, but they, they roll it up, you know.
2: What are people's processes that they're having problems with right now? You think the biggest issue people are having that they're doing wrong? Um,
1: you know, because a lot of people grow for well you know there's two different growers you know some people grow for hash Mm. and some people grow for flower there's kind of two different
2: two different strains two different strains
1: two different games almost you know Mm -hmm. like like you're looking for two different things you know
2: what's the average percentage uh, a hash maker takes collab wise like if you do splits you know what's like so people aren't getting railed you know what's it 60 40
1: 70 30 yeah um i've, I've heard like a bunch of different ones like 70 30 just just depends I, on yeah, the hash yeah, maker yeah, just depends and the, brand. On the hash maker and the brand you know what yeah. that worked out you know
2: you seen a difference in led versus the old like more double-ended hps stuff like that with lighting or have you seen like
1: i've never really compared the same strain okay under the different lights but i would definitely be interested in trying mm-hmm. it out you know see
2: I bet a lot of the stuff you're washing is, uh, you know, mixed. Whether it's LED or HPS, I'm sure nowadays so many people are running
0: LEDs. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, what what are the keys to making good hash?
1: Keys to making good hash. It's honestly, it all starts from the the the, the starting material. You know, yeah, it all starts from the flower. If you have good flower, you're gonna have good hash. You know, if it's it's mm-hmm. if it's meant for hash, you're gonna have good hash. You know that. You know when you when you go and touch that bud and you know it's like you see the heads falling off you really know it's a hasher you know you know it's ready to go straight to the washer you know need <laughs> some hashers some hashers definitely be um well gmo like everyone knows uh gmo garlic cocktail another wow. gmo cross um tropicana cookies um honey bananas strawberry banana Pieho. Pie ho. Yeah, yeah. Pieho's. Yeah, one of my favorites. Um pie White
2: truffle, I'm seeing these days a little bit. Yeah,
1: white truffle. I never tried that one, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. And white truffle. Um what's
2: your favorite? I mean, what do you yeah? What are your, your favorite? What are you smoking? Like my you, favorite favorite to wash. Yeah.
1: Favorite to wash would definitely be the sour Diesel Wilson. Oh yeah, shit! Shout favorite, out to that know. boy. Shout out to my boy Masonic. Yeah, hey, 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 you know what hey, it is. Hey, honestly, I I love that strain. Um, that just that that aroma, you know, from those flowers. And yeah, that the, Wilson. And that's hash, what you forgot you know? to mention in the last. It lineup.
0: brings that Man. papaya. Yeah, yeah. with some E. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but definitely that's one of my favorites. You know, very resiny. You know, terp strong point. You know, mm. so yeah, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. That yeah. and I love some good garlic cocktail. Um, Piho, I love Piho. That's a
2: great one, man. Piho, yeah, it's I love a hard Pai cut Ho. still to get a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we
1: actually won. I we won second place uh with Piho in 2019 in Barcelona. Yeah, bro, Rio let's Clash, yeah. let's get into that. So, kinda, like,
2: I'm gonna be honest, bro. You were like one of the first people I ever heard of going to the um, like, like entering as a U.S. person mm-hmm. in the um, in the spanibus. Yeah, and you were like ego clash Spanabis, like these full competitions you were always on that and then you were always taking home fucking golds and shit I it was like wow you were also there the year they closed for corona oh yeah and had to fly back yep. and i was following your story and yeah. i was like damn that shit was bro. Wild. it was
1: wild Why we were leaving ego clash when we seen all the announcements you know we were just you know we just came back from you know the whole ego clash we were just dabbing everyone's you know tired it's probably like 2 3 a.m over there in barcelona we're all at a, um after party. And then we just hear everyone's phones ringing. Everyone's phones going off. Everyone's taking off. You look in the streets, all you see, all like, all the all the Americans taking off. Yeah. You see everybody fleeing, just fleeing. You know, everyone's tripping out, don't know what to do. It was like Can- the canceling flights, you know, yeah, like, um, yeah, it was, it was wild. You know, like, I, at first I was like, I don't mind. I'll be stuck right here in Barcelona. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, I don't mind. I'll be here. You know, I was ready there for like. Two three weeks, so I was like, you know, I'll stay here for another week or two. You know, so the year mind.
2: before though, and before all this, you had entered into Eagle Clash. You had also entered in Spanabis, or was it just, just Ego uh, Clash? Clash? Okay, yeah, just Ego Clash, which is a competition for hash. Have you? Do you also enter some of the other ones out there, like Masters of Rosin and stuff like I that? I did Masters
1: no? of Rosin once, okay, um, like probably like two years ago. But yeah, uh, definitely I definitely want to enter. It's hard to prepare for all yeah. these events and have give you away know, ter- tons of hash and, and have terps in time. You know, like. It's hard, you know, like we don't know the Terps and like just pick the Terps and wash them. You know? Yeah, and
2: something you know, you're like, this is going to win, you know? Yeah, exactly. What did you win Eagle Clash with?
1: We won Eagle Clash in 2019. We won with um, Paiho for oh. Rosin. <laughs> fire. And, um, we won third place with BHO. With some BHO, it was uh, some, a blueberry cross. So it was pretty fire. And then this last uh, 2022, 20, we mm-hmm. won... Um, their place with um Sour Diesel Wilson.
0: Yo, I'm here at Grow Generation. And what do they have? One of our sponsors, Lux Lighting, the highest quality components designed in Los Angeles and distributed globally. Go to LuxLighting.com to find out more and find out what all the big grows and all the pros are using to grow. Hey, so we want to give a major shout out to a premier sponsor of the show can fan we've been rocking with can fans since the beginning of this thing i remember when Blackleaf came to me and said hey when you're smoking inside you should really hook up a can fan can fan with a can fan fan and then a controller to control that fan so when you're smoking light up boom cut the fan on you don't piss your neighbors off keep everything kosher and i know that Blackleaf only found that out because of one reason I mean, essential in smoke rooms, essential in grow rooms, same thing. We're killing smell.
2: Can filters, can fans. The product line is essential in any grow room. We've been rocking it for a decade plus. First smoke of the day, can filters, family. The flavor is just outstanding. It's so clean on this. Yeah. I mean, do you think BHO hash holes will ever be a thing? (laughs) That sounds kind of. It's scary. funny. I know, right? Sounds scary. I'm, if- I'm waiting to see, like, because <laughs> we'll I'm a blowtorch. I know, right? It's funny. It's just crazy how the market is literally shifted so heavy, and now, like, even with your setups and with, I, I love that. It's one of the funny things that you said. You you hit me up, and you're like, "Do you mind if I bring a rig?" Because like, there's even a rift that I didn't realize between puffco and actually smoking out of a regular rig. Yeah. I didn't realize there's like
0: that big of a rift. Like yeah. most hash makers will not smoke puffcos. No. I, okay. Can you be a part of dab life if you only smoke out of a puffco?
1: Yeah, of course. Like, okay. there's different like can there's you different like, dabbers. Why, you know? I was hiding that. There's different, different levels the of le- dabbers. <laughs> the levels
0: of dabbers. Yeah, there's different levels of dabbing. You know, because like, he's like medium level like, dabber, right? I'm a flower smoker. Like, um, like mild.
1: There's, yeah, there's different levels of dabbing. You know, like you can. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Like, what would you raise
0: someone who smokes flower? Okay? Easy buddy, dab easy. life. Dabber. Easy. What level is he ranking coming out of the. Well, the thing is, what Lance, you see how oh, he's rocking right here? I mean, dude, this is like
2: this is just on the move. If I bring rigs out, I mean I'm bringing slob glass. We're we're getting heady, yeah, he's, but, that's what I'm saying, but I don't get heady much. I it's roll up a joint, heady, right? I'm medium. I agree. He's
1: there, you know, like he's been he's I can he's be been low, low sometimes. You know, he's yeah, he's been he cause the thing is he's been that
2: you know, like, I can be a trailer park uh heady sometimes. <laughs> I can get dirty. He got rig he got some rigs to back yeah. him up, you yeah, know. Yeah, I got some dirty. So like rigs. if you
0: come over to his crib, his rigs are dirty and shit. Like nah, he loses a level for that. Oh, for sure.
1: I always look at that man. All right, let me see. That's why yeah. no one, hey, that's why no what one it over. Oh, when was yeah. the last time you changed this water, you know? Oh, I'm yeah. telling yeah, you, man. You know? It this says dude, a lot huh? about a
0: person, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You can tell a lot about a dabber by their dab, rig.
1: Oh, for sure. Wow, well, the nails all scorched. And that's the why toilet, I easily you know? trusted him because I was well, like,
0: shit, look at this. At least nowadays
1: yeah. we have, you know, these temperature readers and things like that because back then... We were counting down from timer at the volt alarm I'm now. T- with my hand. You dude, know, you're getting like,
2: exact temp, which is dope. Like people don't understand this. Like you're literally heating the 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 and this is a quartz, quartz yeah. crystal. Mm-hmm. You're heating quartz crystal up, and then you're it, we used to use a timer. You'd press it and you'd be like, all right, about 45 seconds should be right. Now you're literally like 595 degrees, and that's yeah. the and you can it's such a personalized experience. Like you can go low temp. Like I, I, I'll i dab once in a while. I used to dab with Brad from 710 Labs, right? And he used to be like, you gotta waste it to taste it. No, yeah. And I'm like, what? And then I realized like these dudes go in so low that it's literally barely bubbling.
1: Well, especially, yeah. Especially if I'm trying something for Terps. because that's what I'm, I always want the Terps. Like anyone stuff, like, especially you pass me a draw. I'm gonna smoke it, I wanna try the turps, I'm gonna go super low. So I see the true like terps, you know, it's like almost like, like wine tasting or something, you know, Interesting, like, like you know, you got to smell it, you know. So you almost go it'll super sip, low sip, yeah. and then
2: you'll take another
0: one with like a regular temp yeah, dab for sure. or something.
1: Yeah. Just so I know like for sure the good, like the experience of
0: it, you know, before you blast yeah. off, you got to. Yeah, because we gotta like, go in low too. Gotta waste it to taste it. Yeah, and that's we, what I'm saying, man. Or what you if you go a little
1: high and then you're like, "Fuck, this shit's not this just not really good." You yeah, know? it should like, taste burnt. Yeah, let me let me, Your shit let me taste yeah. burnt, dog. Yeah. yeah, heat that back yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, heat it back up. Yeah, was I would do that. Shit. Yeah, especially if it tastes weird, I'm like, "All right, let me see, let me see this. Let me try it again." You know? Like, yeah, because I'm I always I love dab. You know, I dab everyone's stuff. You know? Yeah.
2: What uh, what brands do you? Any other brands you swear by for solventless, or you just dab life all all day?
1: No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dabble. I know you day, got some homies in yeah, the hash I, industry I'm friends a lot, with. Yeah, I have a lot of yeah. homies that make ha- good hash, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I smoke all their hash. All my
2: Yeah. Hash, yeah what? Uh, you enter an Emerald Cup this year coming up? Do you ever do Emerald um, or Emerald
1: Cup? Like that? No, I, I, buy, I would love to, you know. Yeah. You, they need to, to
2: open it up for Southern guys because, like, man, people like you and some of these other guys have so much passion down here in SoCal for hash. I mean, mm-hmm. the hash market in SoCal – is heavy yeah like people don't realize because it's like there's so many farms up north but all the indoor grows here i know full grows with hundreds of lights that go straight to hash these days mm-hmm. it's yeah. fucking crazy
1: yeah i feel like back more back then we used to like m- more hash was more nor thing. yeah 100 you know back then, real you know, heady hash. yeah for sure yeah. oh you want the heady hash NorCal. you know
2: especially for like uh ice wax and stuff yep, yeah for
1: sure always you know so respect to them for that Huh. You
2: know, you ever do ice wax anymore these days? Ice
1: wax? Um no, not not really. It's all rosin, It's, it's all right? rosin, you know, like just for and and you
0: know, it, I keep telling this guy to move on, man. Yeah, we gotta I'm just asking ask I'm trying uh, to find I'm trying to find
2: out what the kids are doing these no, days. You know I, I love um, good ice hash. I love good ice hash. Though. No, yeah, I just like I to ask because it's like, no, most people have moved on because it's like ice That's wax sitting out right now. This would have been all all gooed up and it's and then different now, texture exactly. It's, where yeah. this is so this could be in a wow. hundred yeah, you can move it. This could move anywhere. I mean, look at that. That's beautiful, but you can
1: store that like for like a year in the freezer and mm-hmm. refrigerator and come and dab it you know like a year later and still be the same turp you know back in the day like back in the day people want to give you like stuff for extracts they think they're going to give you like the smalls and like trims like no 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 like, one trusts each other because no they it, like
2: oh he's gonna fuck me anyway he's gonna yeah. only give me back 50 you know whatever so why would i give him the re- yeah it's mm-hmm. it is this weird balancing act of like i'm about to give you three months of work and I know you're going to also like, hopefully give me back the amount we say we agreed on, but you don't really know. So it's, it is Cause a Cause they don't know. Cause
1: they don't know like yes. what it is. They don't know. Like, yeah, pretty much the whole, like get down. They don't know, you know,
2: it is. And I, I feel it on both sides. Hash makers are so used to getting fucked with because people give them PM product or they'll give them product that's lowers or they'll a test or strain to go ahead and waste all your time on like and then on the yep. flip side it's a grower saying well why would i give him my tops because he's going to give me back 30 percent and keep a hash jar for himself and you know and so there's this weird balance of like trust is big in our business it is yeah. between the farmer and the hash maker yeah and when you have a great relationship like you do with certain, it comes out lovely bro it oh really yeah for sure is. yeah
1: when you work together and create something mm-hmm. you you know you can make good product you know
2: and then i've even seen it now big in the hash market where like the rosin is so in demand the hash makers will produce rosin with farmers and then basically buy back all the rosin Where like they, you know, instead of having given you back your half split, Mm -hmm. I know farmers who literally come back to me, guys that are like smaller time farmers, you know, with maybe like 12 or 15 lights saying, dude, I have this rosin guy wash all my shit and then just cash me out for the other 75% back or 60% or 50, whatever their deal is. Right. And he's like, I don't even have to sell anything anymore. Like they literally did stopped having to do the last whole half of what a, and for some growers, if you're in certain states, if you ha, that's a huge, that's a risk, that's your biggest risk is the processing, the hanging, the yes, trimming. Yep, yep, I was about to say that. Yeah. Getting the material mm-hmm. back, if you can eliminate that and immediately say restart, we're gonna restart the garden. Yep, that is massive, yep. bro.
1: Yep, it is, it is. But you just gotta get, you know, get your hash you know, not just get on the hash, you know, you have to just start mm-hmm. doing your research, knowing what to,
2: what should you look for as a grower to, to, to work with a hash maker? Is there certain things you should look for? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, like this guy works with other growers. This yeah, guy, I would see,
1: uh, make sure they're established and people mess, people, yeah. uh, mutual contacts and stuff like that. And, or, or you see, they do work with other people. They talk look, to other people who have worked yeah, with them and be yeah. like, Did you
2: so, think you got your full percentage back? Do you yeah, think, just to yeah. know
1: like where you're, where you're gonna be at mm-hmm. you know yeah to give you a little head start you know a lot so.
2: of miscommunication we've had some runs where we <laughs> give a <laughs> pound and then it comes back like an eighth of hash wire. Wow, i was in back remember that. some funny
0: stories yeah we have a the story is was uh, you know it was like three grams and you were expecting like a bunch and he gave it to me and i was just like it
1: happens it does like yeah. Yeah. It's
2: we gave su- a pound it, it, of fresh frozen dirty sprite and we got back like eight an eighth of <laughs> and years later we got an apology letter and all this crazy shit that like i realized so there was some other stuff going up but yeah i was like losing my mind about it i was like are you kidding me
1: yeah there's a lot of factors with that you know like like yeah there's a lot of factors with that yeah like a lot of factors but yeah it happens though it's happened to me you know i've seen it happen you know like three grams five grams it's and then just hash you know Mm -hmm. and then you gotta press it what are you gonna get when you press it nothing you know
2: i'm gonna tell you an ultimate story where you're gonna trip the fuck out Colorado freezing Mm -hmm. cold we're doing old school bubble we press it out right and I'm delivering it to a buddy whose hash it was Mm -hmm. and I'm like man you know when you transfer from a room that's kind of warm to outside and things sweat oh yeah and you're like fuck this hash is sweating a little bit I didn't know the moisture was still a little bit of water so I cracked the windows in an SUV and it's still sweating right this is some like (laughs) amateur hour like dude are you kidding me and I'm like, dude, and I'm, I'm embarrassed that I'm gonna show up and the hash is gonna be like a little sweaty because I told it. So I was like, man, let me just cool down. Let me slowly cool down the car and try to like let this this basically couple jars air out. And yeah. It's like almost like this container.
1: Yeah.
2: It's by the time I'm pulling up to the house, it's not airing out right. It's like not. So I hold the jar up. It's a it's it's almost like a plastic container, like a Ziploc, but it was like uh hard plastic.
1: I see. I see and I hold
2: yeah. it up and the wind catches it oh wow and like eight slabs of ounces so eight ounces the 30 gram full pucks you know like you go right out the window in the snow right in the snow right and i'm like holy shit i immediately pull over there's cars behind me so i'm looking to see like i guarantee and i go back gone bro it must have gotten because it was sticky it must have literally went on to the next oh, wheel yeah, for and sure. then just took someone for took sure. it home yeah all res all resin, you know so yeah. i gotta show up to my buddy's house and tell him this story that i swear to god i just it flew out the window and he was like at the time i sw- he was like like i could tell he was like yeah right bro it was okay. like my
1: dog ate my homework huh? like, yeah basically and know, then like, like
2: you know 10 years later he's like that's wild because i'm i'm like no i, I like you know it's been a decade plus and but yeah that's a, a hash story for you i just wanted yeah. to give you one of like i'll never forget that because it was like so embarrassing and such like did i really just do that i just a half pound of hash flew out the window because it was sweating. And, yeah, yeah. the, and I put it by the window, and it just caught, and it just went whoop, right out. The yeah. whole slab, slat, like in
0: the yeah wow, parchment, wow. the whole deal.
1: Yeah. Heartbreaking.
0: It wasn't pack Zoda, so don't worry. It was no. Nah, always like <laughs> way before like, me. Like, uh-huh. Way before me. All of just for the record, all Blackleaf stories he says do have nothing to do with me. And no, no, way before I ever knew him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just by the way, just yeah, for the record, we've been doing this. Um. Shit, What so if someone wanted to start, you know, washing, doing mm-hmm. solventless, what would be like a good beginner setup?
1: Um, good beginner setup, I would say uh, maybe like a bubble, small bubble machine or maybe watch some videos on YouTube, do your research, see what other people are
0: doing. Not the, like... Anybody you recommend to uh, look at? Um, Well, for small bubble
1: machines, there's like a few companies... Not really specific, and
2: um, what about press wise? Press wise, that's important.
1: Uh, press wise, honestly, you can start with you can do anything. You know, you can just buy plates. Honestly, you can use any press, okay, to make good product. You know, long as like it's set right and everything. But I do have certain presses that I love
2: mm-hmm.
1: personally. But, you want to shout them out or no? Um, well, I love low temp, low temp press, low temp amazing, plates. You know, yep, uh, low temp plates. Um, I love the peer pressure. Go peer pressure. I have both of them. So I have the option to use both. So a lot
2: of really great hash makers have that and they go strain dependent and they do test, right? You know, it's pretty and cool. And I also have
1: my uh, Rosin Technologies too. I love that press too, you know, for some good fresh press, you know, small batch, you know, mm-hmm. like perfect. I love it.
2: Damn, dude. Hell yeah, man. And then, uh, f- the the freezer basically the the uh, what's the one everyone uses it's like uh farming for the freezer yeah yeah do you know the one that's um, a real big harvest right harvest right yeah Yeah, that's i know a lot of guys always asking like damn customer service but uh other than that that's the one everyone uses
1: yeah well for me for me i had good customer service and everything yeah okay it's been amazing perfect i've been having them for quite some time so
2: that's dope. What do you think about these big companies coming out of like Canada who are making these massive rosin tanks with the washers? And have you seen all those? I've seen that. I've seen Bro, that. Bro, it's crazy. Yeah. The, for like um, big harvest.
1: Yeah. Like the whistle. I think that's a whistle tech. That, yeah. That big one. Yeah. Whistler tech. Yeah. The Whistler tech. Yeah. And that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's for like good for like, um, I guess, really mass, mass production
0: or. Yeah. Um, it's good to. To take the ruin whole the rosin, rosin market. market yeah, yeah you man. want to ruin the rosin market so, it's perfect you take your whole
2: that's what i was waiting to see if he thought because i'm like i'm looking at it like oh that's basically R. you know r.i.p yeah exactly there's a bunch of mid real yeah the dark rosin it's not i wouldn't
1: say really r.i.p because there's always going to be different levels okay even to don't Debra, you think though
0: like, the bottom drowns out the top at some point kind of like what we're seeing now with flower
1: um you know everyone wants what they want their quality you know like some people want this some people everyone like starts from somewhere and well i feel like there's like
0: the few exceptions the few outliers Mm -hmm. and then everybody else yeah and that's what i mean when it's like the bottom gets flooded Mm -hmm. you just end up you know kind of drowning down to it drags everybody else yeah if you're not an outlier meaning like you have specific spray strains specific brand Mm -hmm. Um, The credibility, you know, the innovation, you -hmm. you know, that you can't be replicated. You have to come here, Mm -hmm. um, all that. Right. So I just right now in the rosin, you don't see that really. No, it's still, you know, although you do see some saturation. Right. But with something like you're just mentioned right here, I'm looking at it as like, oh, great. That's everybody is now just going to be like, oh, this is way easier. We can cut our costs. We can do this. Mm -hmm. We can do that. We'll just start. Pumping a bunch of rosin in the market, you know? And also, on the flip side, he always mentions it, it's cool to sit in the jars. If it doesn't move right away, that's it. Almost gets better.
1: Yeah. Over um, time,
0: a certain
2: amount of time.
1: It just all depends on, like I said, like the starting material, you know? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot to understand before you get in. Get in, jump off into off gassing that. of yeah. terps, everything you know, separation. like you might go and chop your whole harvest down mm-hmm. and get like one or two percent.
2: It's going to be bad know? though when but like the resin reader yeah, bro finds sh- out that they can grow outdoor gardens of certain strains and just put outdoor farms and then just wash all of it and put out some cheap live rods and you know cigarettes. Know I'm like that's yeah, exactly. Holy, shit. Holy <laughs> hell! Yeah, it dep- <laughs> yeah, <it's> all
1: depends <laughs> where what you're trying to do with what you're doing. There's yeah. all different ways, you know. It is There's and different ways.
2: Always wins. Like we're not, we're having the discussion because the market is interesting and what's happening in flower, and I still want to talk about that a little bit, is that you're seeing the bottom drag down a lot of it, unless you have a specific strain by a specific grower who's doing something so boutique or so different, or has a built-in market where their people know, like, bro, this dude's at a different level. I go to him because I don't have to play around with all the cheap other weird shit that burns dark. That, Because like a, a, an easy way that you can tell if rosin quality, in my opinion, is when you take your dab at the right temperature, if that resin sitting in the bottom of your dab rig is very dark, mm-hmm. I mean like dark, something was messed with, meaning like that was like a fresh frozen trim run. Or it's like like i found that like a lot of times when it gets very very dark, it was like a trim runner Ross. It was some something, something like something to it, something yeah, to it. There's something like, like this wasn't
1: frozen because or this yeah. was a wash for like you know like to make because you q tip yeah.
2: it and you're like looking at the q tip like that's almost black, yeah,
1: contaminants, yeah. yeah. Versus
2: some of them, you're like I oh, that looks like you need about to dab it again. You know it's so light, so just pay attention, right? Well,
1: the thing is that. People are so used to like extracts from like BHO. It's not the same. It's not the same, you know, of just giving, it's not the same. It doesn't equate the same. For hash, it's so different. It's so different. If it's not Mm. meant to be or not resin, it's not those things that we're looking for. It's not, it's not there. Everything's
2: got to line up. Mm -hmm. The heads, size, the, how it's washed, how it's frozen, how long it's been in the freezer you know how how the season of the time that that was grown whether it's indoor outdoor full full sun you know Mm -hmm. depth i mean it it is like a thousand different things. but guys that are honestly bro the hash rosin industry in my opinion for the guys who are growing really good greenhouse and really good outdoor it like saved a lot of them yeah like they're like crushing it on that this market. Yeah. Because it makes like guys that with that are good growers for outdoor and greenhouse can produce the would you say the same quality of rosin, if not better, as an indoor grower? Oh, At yeah, least you the can. same quality. Yeah, you can. You can. So think about that. You, you could do a hoop house in your backyard or do your six plants real big, or you could, you know, let's say you're going bigger and you do just full sun outdoor. I know guys, full sun outdoor, just put plants outside, bloom them. They wash them in the end. And we'll get the same quality as their indoor run. They had done the same plan inside. I know a guy who shut down the inside grow and is literally putting plants in the backyard now because he's like, I got the same return. He's like, it's yeah. literally not worth it. To I'm just all
0: that energy and just everything, mm-hmm. all the extra.
2: Yeah. He's like the amount I'll save versus what I received. He's like, I'm actually going to win bigger, putting six to 12 plants in the backyard and growing. He's like, I can get that down and have it washed. He's like, I didn't even tell the guy washing just to get a real, like, I just was like, yeah, it's another yeah, run because yeah, yeah, I wanted to be biased. I didn't want him to be like, oh yeah, it's an outdoor. I don't want to wash it. He's like, yeah, it's another run of this strain. And he's like, bro, I pulled the same return off my indoor that he's been doing half, full hash rosin with for years, like two years now, a year and a mm-hmm. half. And uh, some guy's close to me. Okay. And now he's like, I spend so much on electric and so much on nutrients and all this stuff. He's like, I'm going to pivot to organic, put them outside and just hash rods in it a couple times a year however many i can get he's like i'm gonna put up a little hoop house and but it just showed him like there's so many ways where like if you're good at what you do like i mean guys the mad hasher one of my favorite guys to follow on instagram that's like okay. a grower of hash trains for full sun and greenhouse sick dude you know but like it's a whole other market that people don't know like there's so much full sun. Do you think full sun's better than indoor for hash rosin? Um, or you think uh, same? The I wouldn't say mm, better or worse. You just I say, say different. better or worse. It just
1: all depends on like who's doing it, and how they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know the truck. You know like oh shit, like you know some people know their shit. You know some it's so many variables. Do, so many variables. You know. Yeah. But yeah, when it's washed right, done right, everything. Yeah, for sure, yeah. you can get good end product on it. It just over well, you know over here in SoCal we're not. We, there, there's no there's not, there's nothing like we don't have how they have it up there with like dead farms and stuff like that you know yeah it's more indoor you know socal
2: yeah yeah it is wild bro and the uv jars took over the market everyone just uses the uv jars now it's yeah. is
1: the
0: standard of the market
1: yeah well because it preserves it well you know it looks good i love i love them
0: fancy
1: yeah (laughs)
2: it it is fancy
1: yeah oh definitely from back in the day that you know Mm -hmm. bho the envelopes or parchment you know yeah not to these jars you know
2: if uh do you uh if a company tries to wants a white label hash rods and stuff do you do stuff like that if a grower's like real good at his game and he has some beautiful flowers and he's like man i really want dab life to wash them is that something you do at all definitely
1: definitely we do yeah definitely definitely
2: reach out to dab life definitely and and definitely um, i especially mean especially like
1: consulting we do a lot of consulting oh. you know uh we set up a lot of get a lot of people started you know like people perfect uh, there legal, you go. legal industry um they want to get their room set up they they seen the rooms that we had or worked in before and want the same kind of thing and mm-hmm. we have them out
2: dude that's huge i mean for people
0: to be able to skip the line and and be like oh, dab life yeah even since 08 mm-hmm. bro Getting it in. Shit, man. Any shout outs, anything before we take these last dabs? Yeah, let's take some dabs. <laughs> <laughs> I know Biggs needs a dab, man. Nah, nah. He's up. It's his turn. No. Nah, nah. Hit that mother ship one time player. No, nah, nah, I've been uh I've been putting so
2: much hash and joints these days, bro. I've been loving i I still got one ready right now. Dab life i mean it's funny though because i know he's being modest there's a lot of companies he washes for and that i've seen so much product hit the market where i know in the background uh it's being processed by you man it just shows for your care product bro it really does it it's a testament to like when guys are unsure they would definitely want your your consulting they you know they want to talk to you about like hey would you think i should do this or
0: that or yeah. you know
1: would you like a dab and we'll let you yeah up. hell yeah let's do
0: it bro Finale dab with the black leaf. Appreciate Smoking. you coming tonight, homie. Making time, and shit yeah. for real. Yeah, absolutely. Smoking. A shout out any flavors, partners, any collabs coming up? Anything you want the people to know about? Um,
1: not 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 yet, but we got some we got some stuff coming up though. Some always always something coming up, you know. Cooking, and I I'm like, like to. You're washing. Yeah, we're washing. Yeah, yeah. Doing, You know, doing everything. You know, uh, events for clothing. We got a couple of things coming up. So what are the
0: next events you're gonna rock with?
1: Uh we'll be in uh UK in um next was it next month? Yeah oh, for yeah. product product of earth. Yeah, UK. Dope. Yeah, we'll be out there.
0: Shout out to the whole UK family. Yeah, shout for out real. to them, shout UK, the UK
1: Yeah, shout out to the whole Europe fam.
0: Hell yeah. That's we'll a take big event. This, take this last dab with Blackleaf and then we'll wrap it up, boys. Dab life
2: for real for real dab life today you know what i mean it's funny because dude back in the day uh pack odds would walk by my like walk by sometimes and i'd be dabbing he'd just be like dab life it's mm-hmm. like such a moniker about yeah, it <laughs> really is even oh there, you man know,
0: nobody's got to troll you harder in life than me <laughs> for real he literally walked by he'd be like dab life i'd have a timer walk
1: yeah, you didn't even like so many people that used to buy my clothes like before like they would tell me like they would be somewhere and like someone would see their shirt and like talk to them they would like make friends with them and like mm-hmm. bring them together whatever just because of seeing like the shirt or whatever you know it's yeah. cool
0: i didn't even know about the brand i just used to tell oh dab life yeah it's like like just saying you know it just yeah, shows yeah. anything was life like whatever you <laughs> did then life yeah, that was yeah. just like that phase you know this guy was definitely we moved out here and he was all about the dab life it was so new man and it was so different and it was such
2: a clean version of hash compared to what we had had years before where it was like bubble that had just hadn't, hadn't been handled properly like you know like how this is these days yeah and so it was like wow this is almost like a new version of weed for a while when it first and now i do appreciate kind of the combo of hash holes and everyone gets the the dope thing about cannabis and we always talk about this is like you get to You kind of get to customize it to how you want to handle it how you want to smoke whether it's dabs of hash rosin dabs of ice wax hash holes whether it's just flour now you got indica sativa i mean you got bowls joints it's like you have so many versions these days of like how you want to smoke weed and how you want to enjoy it yeah it's so personalized i think there's very
0: few things like that in the whole world edibles yes exactly yeah keep going tons of different styles of consumers
1: there's all different types of smokers,
2: different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool. I mean, it's the most zen thing about it. It really is.
0: It's like, it's a Who, personalized. Who's the headiest dude you ever smoked with? Oh.
1: The headiest dude I ever smoked with.
0: <laughs> You're about to piss some heady dudes off. Yes. But Like, please don't say me. Please don't say me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, not that I, I can remember right now, but before there was a lot different. It was, yeah, uh-huh. lot, there was a lot more heady People more of like back then, you know. So it's hard to really remember. Any brands
0: or any personalities that stick out, um, or is it just like a bunch of medium level heady people like Blackley? No,
1: there's a, no, there's a lot of heady people out there. <laughs> nah, there's some heady boys. i top that I can remember. Not really. They all went. They're, broke. they're out there though. Oh, the pandemic. those, those gla- there's those no more Gucci slides
2: him. there's no more sixty thousand dollar jc's wjc's they've downgraded now it's you know what i'm saying okay. like things have been a little more a little chill yeah. Yeah. yeah things change bro oh shit see i mean he's oh yeah
1: he's bro. super hot there it wasn't nah, a little bit nah, but though perfect.
0: how nice is that mothership hit though man i think like bro i didn't expect it to hit that smooth i mean it's that, like breathing. Yeah, that that was a a gift that you had that because if not Mm -hmm. i probably would have been dying but it just shows you the levels of this the level connoisseur and the personalization of like superior superior level heady yeah yeah that's me but even like he like not many people have a piece that hits that smooth all you're missing is like you need the you need the the beads and the what is it the the jewels
1: well, I tell you, no okay, okay.
0: Tell you. that is yeah, like yeah. ultimate level heady. He's, he's never get, been like that though. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're you're too, you're a little too cool still, and it's just like takes away from the heady. Very modest. Yeah, he's a
2: modest guy because if if he what, wanted what to get into I'm some accolades, about, I mean, we could get into some accolades. I, what am I
0: talking about though? What is that called? the pendant the pendant, pendant. Yeah, but pendant. it needs to
2: be like a gongster it's, it's got to match
0: the piece and shit and, yeah you know it's got to go together gongster
2: pendant for like five to ten racks on a gold chain you know like pendants chain. more was like a, oh like, yeah you don't know the gongster pendants I'm yeah, looking yeah. the other day on one that's like an auction, and I'm thinking like, oh, let's see what an auction goes for, something like this, just like looking, and I'm like, they're like, to 5,800, 6,200, and I'm like, holy shit, for a yeah. pendant. You thought you were about to get a little headier. You're like, oh, nope. yeah, I'm about to. Well, think about this. These girls are like, what at you just do with this glass pendant? And you're like, that's like <laughs> your car.
0: Heady dudes. Don't give a that's shit about Volvo, girls, bro.
2: <laughs> out there in the parking lot. I know. But it's funny, though. It's funny <laughs> about like, you just never know with some of these guys. Some of this glass gets pulled out, and it's a small but it's art it's so different it's it's literally full art these days no, it is
1: it is it is yeah. And any art and you get high out of it yeah you yeah take a dab you know it's functional
2: dope. art functional it, art it is so dope man nothing like cannabis in the whole world that's for damn sure and the hash industry keeps it alive that's and guys like you bro guys like you in the background behind the closed doors putting in work day after day in freezing cold rooms and being honest about it being honest about returns being honest about getting back the grower what they like i never worry with you people never worry with you and i know that so like, that's industry-wide when i hear your name you yeah, know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah. guys give you their material and even if it, it doesn't wash it's like oh yeah it's my fault it's never like all oh, this guy did this i never hear that about you and i've been around hash makers for eight years out here and yeah. I, just to be honest that's why this this went down like this, you know.
1: Yeah, your name is everything, you know. So mm-hmm. always take care of your name and you'll be good in this industry.
0: Straight up,
2: you know. Bro. You
1: take care of people, people, you know, and you'll be good.
2: That ain't that know. the truth. That's that's literally that's a moniker to live by. Oh, did you
0: take and your you hash all, me? You
1: always be good in the industry, you
0: know. Hash. Oh my bad. Big's trying to steal my hash and shit over <laughs> here. <laughs> you stack them shit, up. Shit, man. Dab life we appreciate you tonight, man. Yeah. Thank you for the time, homie. No, thank you, episode thank you. fifty-seven. Thank you for God's. Blackleaf, dab oh, life. Yep. Let's, Let's get easy. it, man. Hashish, We're out. Peace. Damn, this place is huge. I gotta get what I need and get out of here, man. I'm in a rush. What? Whoa, Blackleaf? Oh, you already know. What are you doing here?
2: I basically live here. Grow Generation. Can filters, Power SI, Athena products, Lux lighting. Man, I mean, I basically live here. Grow Generation store is the largest hydroponic store I've
0: ever been to. It's crazy. The largest hydroponic retailer in the nation with over 60 locations. So you know they got one near you. It's growgeneration.com and at growgeneration on Instagram. Tell them First Smoke of the Day sent you. Yo, what type of silica
2: do you use in your garden? We rock Power SI, the original all day long. Take a look at this though, we got the bloom. This right here, this is a game changer for any garden. If you want bioavailable silica, Power SI, first smoke of the day. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine. The diamondmine.la, California source for boutique genetics. Powered by yours truly, Blackleaf. And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the diamondmine.la, and we're going to offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter, and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The diamondmine.la, powered by Blackleaf.
0: Hello guys, Alex here, owner of Mangotech Store. We are the house of Trollmaster. We are the house of ThinkPro.
1: Whether you're growing commercially, growing at home, or growing in a tent, we got you. Come see us, we got the best pricing, best customer support, nobody can beat us. Mango Tech. Like I said before, we the house of Trollmaster, and we the house of ThinkPro. We got the new lifters in-house, order out.
0: Yo, I'm here at Grow Generation, and what do they have? One of our sponsors, Lux Lighting, the highest quality components designed in Los Angeles and distributed globally. Go to luxlighting.com to find out more and find out what all the big grows and all the pros are using to grow. Hey, so we wanna give a major shout out to a premier sponsor of the show, CanFan. We've been rocking with CanFan since the beginning of this thing. I remember when Black Leaf came to me and said, hey, when you're smoking inside, you should really hook up a CanFan can fan with a can fan fan, and then a controller to control that fan. So when you're smoking, light up, boom, cut the fan on. You don't piss your neighbors off, keep everything kosher. And I know that Blackleaf only found that out because of one reason. I mean, essential in smoke rooms, essential
2: in grow rooms, same thing. We're killing smell. Can filters, can fans. The product line is essential in any grow room. We've been rocking it for a decade plus.
0: First smoke of the day, can filters, family.